Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this latest edition of Phillies Today. Francisco Rojas here. We're recapping a tone setter. A tone setter to start this huge, biggest series uh, of the year so far for the Fighting Phils. And they win in a big way. 10-4 victory over the San Francisco Giants. We welcome Gabe Kapler back. Uh, to Philadelphia. Well, not welcome back. He's, he's been back since then, but you know, uh, we we had a love hate affair, whatever you want to call it, with Gabe while he was here. So every time he comes back, it's it's just great to have him back. And it's also it's great. Well, it's even better uh, when we win, especially when this team was swept by the Giants. Uh, you know, earlier this season. And, you know, number one, you want to get your revenge. And really, number one, I mean, uh, the, the, the wild card implications, uh, that's a big deal. And then number two, you know, getting revenge. So, uh, you know, on the Giants and Gabe Kapler, uh, I don't really care about the revenge thing. I'm just really I'm just really worried about where this team is uh, in the playoff picture. And they stay put uh, at number one in the wild card standings. Even if they lost this game, they would still be at number one. Uh, but the Giants dropped down to number three. We'll update you on some of the scores and standings uh, from around the league a little later. But for sure, right now, the Phils are firmly planted in the number one wild card spot. Now with the 68-57 and record, they're three games up uh, in front of that last spot. So simple show today. Really just going to get to the normal key moments recap from last night's big W. Uh, then we'll get to the game takeaways preview tonight. Uh, as the Phils try to, uh, you know, win the series. And then we'll get to, like I said, the around the league, the, uh, you know, the scored standing scores and standings, uh, from around the national league East and the rest of major league baseball. Get to some news and notes as well. Give you some bets. Haven't given you some bets in a while. Uh, and then we'll do some This Day in Philly's History. I'd never do This Day, day in Philly's History. Um, but we're going to do that. And then I'll get you out of here. I'll get you out of here because uh, I know you're all excited uh, for tonight's matchup against San Fran as the Phils try to take two of three in the biggest series so far this season. So recap from last night. Uh, it didn't start off so well. <sighs> you know, you're always nervous when Aaron Knowles in the bump. Um, especially, I mean, obviously this year, um, especially because he just had an up and down year. Uh, very, very mediocre season. Um, you know, giving up the long ball. And that's what he did. Top of the first, Jock Peterson, a solo homer uh, to put the Giants on one nothing. Bottom of the first, though, Bryce Harper with an RBI single to tie up the game at one. Phil's tie the game up there. Bottom of the second, Edmundo Sosa with a huge two-run homer uh, to give the Phil's a 3-1 to lead. 
And then the next uh, half inning in the top of the third, talking about that home run ball with uh, Aaron Nola, Lamont Wade Jr., a solo bomb to center field uh, to cut the lead to 3-2 to two for the Phils. Bottom of the third, though, Alec Bohm with a nice, nice shot uh, to left center field, a solo homer, solo homer to put Phils up 4-2. to two. And then bottom of the fifth, one of the most exciting plays in baseball. Bryce Harper with an inside-the-park home run uh, to make it 5-2 to game. That's all the Phillies would need. Um, I mean, they would get more. They would get five more. Uh, Bryson Stott with an RBI double. Uh, Alec Bohm would score. And this is later that inning. 6-2 to Phils. Bottom of the seventh, Johan Rojas with a two-RBI triple uh, to make it 8-2 to Phillies. And then Kyle Schwarber, the next batter, two-run that was that was like Barry Bonds 2005. I think that was the year he did that, where he hit it off that uh, second deck. Uh, he hit it like off the front of the second deck. Uh, that type of home run, 444 feet. That got out in a hurry. Kyle Schwarber, 10 to two fills. Again, that's all they need. Um, top of the ninth was weird. Dylan Kobe comes in. Johan Camargo hit by a pitch uh, with bases loaded. Wilmer Flores would score 10 to three fills. Then Blake Sable RBI single. Um, would make it 10 to four fills and that would really be the game. JD Davis flies out to Johan Rojas to end the game and the Phillies would take game one 10 to four. So my game takeaways from this game. Um, yeah, the ninth inning was weird. There it was annoying. It was like, let's just get out of here. Can we, do we have to do this? Um, but either way. Uh, so I said this multiple times already. My first takeaway Tone setter for big series, you know, maybe the biggest, not maybe, it is the biggest series of the season so far this year. It's it's late August, you know, it's, it, it's this is really when, you know, things are ramping up. Like, yeah, after the All-Star break, it's like, okay, now these games seem to start meeting more. I don't like that whole adage of, oh, well, uh, games uh, mean more. Every game is still a regular season game, but you get you get it though. Late August, um, games start start to seem uh, like they mean more. Um, and then you know where where the teams were in the standings. I think coming into this game, the Giants were still second in the wild card. They're not anymore. The Chicago Cubs have overtaken them. Uh, they are a half game back of the Phils, and the Cubs won last night seven to six over Detroit. So I just think you know where. Uh, Big, big, big way for the Phils to win this way, 10-4. to 4, You know, offense has a big night. Nola, you know, has he bounces back, and uh, and that's where I'm going to in my next takeaway. So the first takeaway was tone setter for big series, uh, the biggest season, uh, you know, series of the season. So big, big, big tone setter in game one. Number two, Nola, quality start, bouncing back after, you know, the first couple of home runs there. You were thinking, oh, Nolan's gonna Nolan's gonna implode. It's gonna be a bad outing. It wasn't. Yes, Peterson hits that homer. Lamont Wade hits that home run too. But it ends up working out. That you know, Nola did his job. Nola gives up uh, two runs in seven innings. So you know, two earned in seven innings, five strikeouts, one walk, seven hits. Uh, you know, Nola does his job. Okay, like you know, from one of your horses. Two earned in seven innings, especially in you know today's age where you know even even a lot of aces of uh, you know teams staffs they they don't go seven innings you know a lot of it's like five to six so 
for Nola to go seven innings, um, to bounce back the way that he did. Yes, the long ball is still an issue. I believe I believe he has taken over Trevor Williams for the for the lead in uh, in home runs this year. Could be wrong on that, but regardless, like he's up there. We we get the long ball is an issue. Um, so, but he, he bounces back, and you know after that. Uh, Wade home run and then Peterson uh, Jack Peterson uh, hit a single Nola would retire 14 straight until he was taken out of the game uh, after the seventh so Nola good to see him uh, bouncing back the way he does but I mean that the, the long ball is really an issue man they really got to figure that out uh, you know Larry Anderson talks about it a lot on the broadcast about him not being able to um, you know locate down in the knees he's getting hurt by you know throwing the ball uh, you know, up towards the letters, and that's why he's getting, getting, uh, you know, knocked around with those homers. So, but again, Nola, you know, good start, way, way to bounce back. And my last takeaway: offense stays hot. Offense stays hot, man. And that this is forty-one runs in their last five games now. Forty-one runs, and six hitters in this lineup had at least two hits. That's that's beautiful. I mean, I think this was what sixteen runs. On the night, or 16, runs, 16 hits, uh, 10 runs on 16 hits, uh, you know, all night. And just beautiful to see the offense uh, this hot. And hopefully, I mean, this is where you want the offense um, to stay hot throughout the rest of the regular season. And hopefully stay hot going into the postseason. Um, but again, six hitters in this lineup had at least two hits. Alec Bone with a big night. Johan Rojas with a big night. Um you know, Bone went three for four with a homer. Uh, Johan Rojas, uh, you know, had a two RBI triple. Um, Edmundo Sosa, uh, home run and a triple. So, I mean, just a big night for the Phil's offense overall. I mean, was there anybody in the lineup that didn't get there? There wasn't like Jake Cave didn't get a hit. Um, I think he did he even pinch hit. I don't even know if he pinch hit. Um, but I mean, Jake Cave came in the game for Kyle Schwarber, but everybody in this lineup got at least one hit got at least one and there were six hitters with at least two and again Alec Bohm had three so big night for the offense and like I said 41 runs in the last five games come on do the math that's the, that's about eight runs a game just about okay just about so uh or maybe maybe even a little over you get it you get the point for this team to uh for this team to offense needs to stay hot because you know, you can't just, I mean, the pitching has, has done wonders for them this year. You know, Walker being great uh, for the chunk of the season. You know, Ranger for a chunk of the season, too. Zach Wheeler as well. Um, you know, wasn't great his last time out. But the the offense needs to needs to stay hot. They, they need they need to. Uh, I'm not looking for 10 runs a game. I'm not I'm not asking for to give me you know, 10 runs scored, uh, each game. I mean, that, that's great, but you know, the, the offense just needs to, uh, stay hot to, uh, you know, maybe give the pitching staff a little bit of a, a breather as far as, you know, um, uh, pressure because I'm, it's great that they've, they pitched well all season long, but you want, uh, you know, you want them to feel like, okay, when I go out there, I don't have to give up, you know, just one or two runs, uh, for this team to for for us to have a chance, like you know, I, maybe I can have a little bit of breathing room, and you know that's what the offense has done lately. So offense stays hot. That's my my last takeaway uh, for last night's big big win. 
So previewing tonight, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting, it's a very intriguing matchup storyline wise uh, for both sides. So you know, Phils have two more games at home against the Giants over the next couple of days. Uh, looking ahead to tonight, six forty start time, just like yesterday. Taiwan Walker comes in with a four oh five ERA on the other side. Kyle Harrison for the Giants, top left-handed pitching prospect uh, this year in baseball. I think he's 20th overall prospect. I could be wrong on that. I'm just going to double-check real quick. Yep, he's the 20th overall prospect in baseball. So, um, and he has 466 ERA and 23 starts in the minors this year. So, I guess I guess average. I mean, maybe I'm wrong on that, but like I, I thought, those were just those were, those were his numbers. But I guess they feel comfortable enough for for him to to get up here. And um, I mean, he dominated the minors last year. We'll, I'm going to get into that in a second, but dominated the minors. Um, so you know, uh, things to watch for tonight. Taiwan Walker's velocity. Okay, he hasn't pitched in ten days. He has not pitched in ten days. Velocity thing's weird to me. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, the guy's not fifty years old. Um, even Nolan Ryan didn't have issues. I mean, throwing no hitters like forty nine, whatever it was. I don't know. But the the velocity thing's weird. Hopefully, that ten days, um, you know, gives him time to, uh, to not have these velocity issues. So, number one thing to watch tonight: Tyler Walker velocity. Number two, uh, Kyle Harrison, like I mentioned, top left-handed pitching prospect. Um, a lot of swing and miss stuff. Um, you know, just looking at, uh, I guess his scouting report from the minors and him coming up as a prospect. Um, he topped the minors in whiffs per nine last year at almost 15, um, with percentage and almost 40%. And he reached double eight age 20. This guy's a young buck. He's like, he was born in 2001. I hate this. Hate seeing people that are born after the year 2000. You're not real to me. You're not real. Sorry. Feel weird. Just weird. But anyway, so Kyle Harrison, um, it, Maybe Phil's need to hit him around. Hit him around, dude. Come on. Um, and then last thing to watch uh, for tonight's game, offense to stay hot. Offense to stay hot. I mentioned this already uh, in my key uh, takeaways from last night's game, but I would just love to see this offense uh, stay hot. Just, just stay hot, please. That, that's, uh, you know, and even if it's, you know, four to five runs and Walker, you know, gives you six solid innings of, of two earned or something like that, I mean, Almost like Nola from last night, um, but speaking of like Walker too, like that's something you got to watch. You know, like Nola had a bad start, like bad start to the game last night. I mean, they finished well. I mean, Walker's kind of had trouble with that too, so that's something to watch as well. But for the offense to stay hot, um, that's probably my last thing uh, to watch. I know we have Lorenzen and Alex Cobb tomorrow, I believe, to end the series. Uh, 4.05 p.m. start time. And Dan Wilson will have you uh, up to date there uh, for the next couple of days as far as Phillies today goes. Uh, so around the league, let's look at some of the National League East scores and standings from yesterday. Um, I had mentioned I the Braves. Uh, it doesn't even matter, but the Braves lost to the Mets 10-4. to I mean, we know they're getting the division. Um, and then we had Miami lose to San Diego 6-2. to um, and I think that was all it was for the National League East, I believe so. So, yeah, that looks like it was all for the National League East. I think the Nats were off. Um, and then looking at the NL East standings, um, even though they really don't matter, but just going to mention it to you guys anyway. 80 and 44, those Braves are just disgusting, um, even though they lost. 68 and 57, filled second place. Miami, 64 and 62. 
Mets 59 and 67 and the Nats 57 and 68. Man, what if the Nats finish with a, high, a better record than the Mets? Just saying. MLB scores and standings from yesterday. Uh, Cincinnati and LA with uh, the Angels were postponed. Um, Cubs beat the, the Tigers seven to six. Matters because of the wild card standings um, for us at least. Uh, Pittsburgh beats St. Louis eleven to one. Boston loses to the Astros in Minute Maid uh, nine to four. Seattle all over the White Sox fourteen to two. The Royals lose to Oakland. Uh, the Vegas A's, excuse me, uh, six to four. Texas loses to Arizona four to three, and like I mentioned with Miami, they lost to San Diego six to two. Um, and then, so let's just look at the NL wild card race. Um, before I get you to some news and notes, um, so like I had mentioned, uh, the Phils remain in first place in the wild card standing, sixty eight and fifty seven. The Cubs sixty five and fifty nine. Now they're right behind the Phils. Um, they're in second place, so the Giants moved down with the loss, sixty-five and fifty, or 65 and sixty, uh, as they've played one more game than the Cubs so far. Um, in third, in that, in that final final wild card spot, and then uh, Arizona is right there, sixty-five and sixty-one, half game back. Man, this wild card race is very very close. Cincinnati sixty-four and sixty-one, a game back of the last spot. Miami sixty-four and sixty-two. Uh, a game and a half back, and then San Diego five and a half back. I still believe in the Padres. I don't know what it is. I'm just crazy. But you already, you all already knew that. So there you go on the wild card standings for the National League, uh, and then some news and notes. So I saw Jose Alvarado moving, you know, moving a little in the bullpen last night. I didn't know if they were going to go to him or not. They did not. They went to Matt Strom uh, there after uh, he relieved Aaron Nola. So, but Jose Alvarado is back. I don't know if you, I mean, if you watched the game last night, you saw that Alvarado is being reinstated to the team. Um, Luis Ortiz option to AAA Lehigh Valley. Um, still like the depth in this team as far as the bullpen goes, but even overall. But uh, it's good to see uh, Alvarado back. They need him. Uh, they're going to need him for the stretch run. So Jose Alvarado back. Luis Ortiz option to AAA Lehigh Valley. Um Another thing, Christian Pache, weird one, because, I mean, at first it was, I believe it was uh, the right elbow inflammation, right, and he was expected to be back by, like, now. Um, but he's not going to be. Uh, he has He's had hip tightness, uh, and this was a part of his, uh, I believe, his um, rehab assignment, uh, you know, down with AAA Lehigh Valley. He was DHing a lot, I think. Um, but now he has hip tightness that has created knee soreness. Not good. Not good. I mean... They're, they're, Thompson's saying it's nothing serious, so what am I saying? But I, I just don't like I mean, I just, I want Pache back. I want Pache back just for the fact of I like depth, and I think it's really important for this Phillies team. But Rob Thompson said nothing serious, but the Phillies want to evaluate Pache before deciding next step. Hopefully it's really nothing serious, but you never know. Um, but again, depth in this team, very important. So hopefully Pache comes back uh, before the playoffs and is healthy. Hopefully this is nothing serious like Topper said. Uh, so Pache, hip tightness has created knee soreness. So just an update there. The Phillies still need to evaluate Pache uh, before, de- before deciding what they're going to do with him next. So let's get to some bets, shall we? Because I have not given you guys any bets uh, in recent weeks. So starting with Trey Turner's been hot. I think he's due for a homer. I think he takes the kid deep, Kyle Harrison. You can take a Trey Turner home run at plus 420. I'd take it. 
I take the Trey Turner homer. JT Real Muto, three plus total bases at plus two forty. I would take it too. Real Muto has been uh, he's been he's been good lately. I would take JT Real Muto three plus total bases in this game. Maybe he brings up uh, Kyle Harrison a little bit too. Plus two forty JT Real Muto three plus total bases. This is also all according to FanDuel. Um, that's the app I'm using most of the time. Uh, and then first last one first inning correct score. Phillies won nothing. That's not like super exciting, but that's plus five fifty. Plus five fifty, or was it plus five fifty or was it plus nine hundred? I believe it was plus nine hundred. I believe so. Um I'm just gonna double check real quick because I don't want to give you guys the wrong the wrong one. See now I gotta log in. It's gonna ask for my face recognition. No, actually no, I can actually I can do this without doing that. I hate the whole facial recognition stuff. It's kind of scary. Let's be real. It is very scary. Um where is it? First inning result. No, not first inning result. Um, I believe it was. This is this is uh, first inning correct score. Look at my preparation; it's just great. It's great for these shows. First inning correct score. Nope. Oh yeah, first inning correct score. Plus five fifty. Phillies one nothing. Trey Turner's gonna hit that home run in the first inning, and the Phillies will be up one nothing and uh, plus five fifty. Take it. Do it. Win all your bets because of me. If you're using Fanduel. If it's something different, then maybe maybe they have similar bets. They probably do. But uh, anyway, so those are your bets for today. Trey Turner, home run, plus 420. JT Romuto, three-plus total bases, plus 240. First inning, correct score. Phillies won nothing, plus 550. So lastly, I never do this, but let's do it today. This day in Phillies history, uh, on August 22nd. I ain't like to go back too far. There wasn't anything crazy going back too far anyway. So we're going to keep it from 2000 and 2002. So 2000. On this day, in August 22nd, 2000, Bruce Chen, Phillies Bruce Chen, gives up a first-inning grand slam to Cincinnati's Alex Ochoa. It's the record-setting 142nd slam of the year in the majors. That was the, uh, those, those were the days, man, the steroid era. I love the steroid era. I don't care what anyone says. I freaking loved it. So that's that that's great to hear that. It's great to hear that. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's bad to hear that, but it's great to hear that. I mean, so that's, you know, 142nd slam of the year in the majors at that point. I wonder how many slams there were in the year uh, overall. 2002, the Wolfpack. Randy Wolf hits his first major league home run on his 26th birthday. He also picks up the win with eight shutout innings. Um, Randy Wolf was a decent hitting pitcher. I remember I think it was against the Rockies. He hit like he had like a multi-homer game. I remember watching that as like a nine-year-old or something like that in my grandmother's living room. Um, yeah, so Randy Wolf hits his first major league home run on his 26th birthday. He also picks up the win with eight shutout innings on this day in 2002, 21 years ago. Holy crap. All right, so that's going to do it for me. That's this day in Phillies history. Hopefully the Phillies can get a dub tonight against the San Francisco Giants and take this series already so we don't have to worry about anything. Uh, so go fightings. Dan Wilson has you for the, ne- the rest of the week. I'll talk to you guys next week. Go Phils. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 